Hey y'all, it's the Garvin Alchemist here giving y'all the tools for y'all transformation. Out here transmuting daily. And um, yes, for those of you that would like to book sessions, go to www.thecarbonalchemist.com. You can get more information on sessions and everything. And today, in honor, honor, <laughs> in honor of Mars Day, Happy Tuesday. So it's a it's a heavy astrology day for me. I was born on a Tuesday, so I definitely fuck with the Mars energy heavy. But come to find out, and I didn't know this, um, I did every now and again. I'll do like a basically a, a a birth chart on somebody in my family or somebody I know. And I'll just be trying to see, like, you know how accurate it is. And I'm like, damn, that's hella accurate. And I did one on my grandpa. And for those of you that don't know, my grandpa passed away a couple years ago. Heavy patriarch in the family. Um, but come to find out, his rising was in Aries. So he, too, was also heavily ruled by Mars. And I didn't know that. And it also makes a lot of sense. <laughs> given how he was oh my god so but this it inspired me just everything that the tuesday energy the fiery energy the war energy all that that great shit about mars um it inspired me to do this podcast and it's just cool how everything works together because like it i have so many ideas in my head and so many like most content creators but you it the when it comes together in your mind for you to be able to relay it to people that's the magic that happens and you like damn okay cool I'm glad I waited or whatever whatever so let's jump right into it so we're going to talk about ancestor veronation and and the accountability aspect and the uncomfortable aspects like anger and death and all these different emotions that come along with that, that I feel like nobody addresses this. I feel like every time you look up ancestor veronation, it's always, oh, you get a white candle and you talk to your ancestors and Ashe and all this, you know, I ain't going to say bullshit, but yeah, kind of sort it's just kind of this bullshit. Like, you know, <laughs> Because it's not kumbaya, you know, like I've always said and I'll consistently say people have always been chaotic since the dawn of time. Like, I don't feel like we we may have had more peaceful cycles, but people have always been at war and at chaos it's in some way, shape or form. That just is what it is. So anywho, uh, yeah, nobody ever touches on this. So. Let me let me give y'all a little bit of backstory too of what also inspired this. My homegirl sent me a, a video link to Oprah. And she was talking about like how she talks to like the spirit of slaves and stuff, like when she enters and leaves her house. And it basically just helps her keep things into perspective. And I feel it. Like to me, that is a very accountable and very transmuting and very you know, alchemist way of, I feel like a black person can deal with slavery. Like you're not crying, you're not whining, you complain. You're simply just paying homage, you're honoring, and you're building upon the experiences and drawing power from your ancestors and the inactivating the DNA within inside you to be better and do better in this time now. That is the perfect example of that shit. Um, but 
I say all this to say, what happens when this is real life, you know your ancestors, and you're fucking angry, and you're mad, and you're hurt, and you have all these different emotions that you're literally now left with because these persons or persons are now dead. And then you have the world telling you, oh, no, they're dead. Don't, you don't speak ill of the dead. But it's like, listen, I'm, how is speaking the truth ill? Speaking the truth should never be ill, rather in death or in life. But now all of a sudden, because this person died, we can't speak the truth. <laughs> we can't keep it real. Like death now all of a sudden absolves them from all responsibility and accountability and bullshit that they pulled here. And we, the ones, the people, we, the people that are here left with the bullshit and the dynamics, we now just got to act like it's not there. And the, the person that caused it ain't caused it. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like these are real feelings and real emotions that people go through that I feel when death transpires in their family and their personal life. And now they got to deal with it. You feel me? Um, like, so I'm going to just give y'all some backstory just because like I said, I like to always use myself and, you know, I feel like it's relatable. So. Because this is, we're talking about ancestor varination and, you know, gender and just in general, it's going to go to generational curses. So my grandpa, Mr. Aries Rising, which, wow, okay, makes sense. Uh, and he was a Capricorn. So you kind of got fire. So you got fire, earth, fire rising. And I forgot what his moon, oh, his moon was in Cancer. So now you got this opposite polarity with this water emotional shit. Oh my God. It was just a recipe for what exactly transpired in life. So my grandpa come here from Africa. Uh, he migrated and whatnot. Meet my grandma. Uh, my grandma born and raised in the States. Now, for those of you that don't know, in African culture, even to especially to a lot of African countries, even black Americans, because of our culture and dysfunction, it's considered also marrying outside the race. <laughs> Literally, like people don't know that. That's why, like I said, it tripped me out when when niggas be like hella romanticized in Africa because I'm like, y'all. They really do not like us. Like, if you could even hear how my family talk about us, oh, my God. It's hilarious. Like, like I said, I, I didn't got to a point within myself. Like, people are just people. Everybody just out here lifing and peopling. I don't even trip on it no more. But, man, they do not like American blacks. Like, it is almost the equivalent of marrying a white person. You might as well marry a white person because at least they like, okay, you know, they got a solid background, household, probably more money, more resources, whatever. Seriously, this is real thoughts, real shit. I'm just the messenger. So <laughs> came here, you know what I mean, from the States. Got my grandma who's American black. So you got that dynamic. Long story short, him, him and my grandma. Now, I don't know and I forgot and I'll never know this because I'll never bring it up to my grandma because she really just brought this up to me. But I don't know if they were married all the time, but it was that old school dynamic of basically the oldest child, i.e. my uncle who also died. My grandma, my grandma was being a little watery, thought it, you know what I mean? <laughs> she was being a little Piscean, you know, a little 
goosey goosey back in her day. You feel me? She was getting it how she lived. <laughs> and basically, she 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 sent some correspondence, or no, she was about to send some written correspondence. About to let this man know, yes, they were married. So grandma, grandpa married. He basically find this correspondence that says, hey, you basically your oldest son may or may not be your oldest son. Dun, 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 dun. Now, listen, I do not condone abuse. I do not condone abuse of any sorts, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, anything. I am a victim slash survivor of so many different, you know what I mean, uh, levels of abuse. And I don't condone any of it. However, this is a channel of objectivity and reality, okay? And we're still dealing with human fucking emotions. And we got to keep it real. And this is part of the motherfucking healing. Ah. The rage that my grandpa must have felt as a person, as a Capricorn, as a man. The rage, the fiery rage that was in that man's chest. I can only imagine you in America you got this Americanized black woman and, you know, he, he and his mom probably like, this is why I don't like you fucking Americans. But not real talk. My grandpa wasn't a fan of African culture either. That's why he brought his ass to the States. He did not like, he didn't want no parts. I've, I've referenced that several times in this podcast. Even my African born grandfather wanted no parts of African culture. He was like, fuck that. I'm out. U.S. citizen, baby. Bury me in the U.S. Okay. But on a human level, I could understand the rage, the anger, the humiliation, you know, the, the, the betrayal, the hurt that he must have felt because now you have established a life with this woman. He also probably thinking like, damn, bitch, you know, I could have had a few, I could have had this bitch over here who wasn't even going to do me like that. You know, now, mind you, obviously my, my grandma didn't mean to do him like that. Uh, <laughs> and it's not funny. It's just, well, it's kind of funny. Cause it's just like, for those that know my grandma is kind of funny. Cause she just really, she just did. She just did not know what she did. She man, forgive her. She don't know what she do. And yeah, man, it just set a blaze. I'm going to say three solid generations. of trauma. And why I say three is cause it's my grandparents, my parents and my cousin's parents, and then it's us. We're the third generation. But like I said, we aware of the bullshit. So we're not going to repeat the bullshit. That bullshit going to stay right here. Wherever it's, you know, right here. That's it. Um, But I remember one time, actually just here recently, actually during this Scorpio moon. This Scorpio moon was a bitch, y'all. My Pluto's in Scorpio. So heavy transformation, I guess, was bound to happen. And then my ashes got to praying prayers and getting the Psalms and listen, y'all disclaimer. If y'all don't want y'all life to change drastically, do not start praying undeniable prayers from Psalms. I'll be damned if yo, if yo, uh, shit don't start illuminating. Trust me, trust me. It's going to happen. It, and you also, you almost be mad at your damn self. Like, damn, now I got to adjust and I got to move accordingly because 
you know, spirit has led me, right? So I was at, so anywho, I went to the uh, the cemetery where, shit, a lot of my family is buried. And I was emotional. I was crying, but I was angry as hell. And mind you, I kind of been angry since my uncle died because when my uncle died, that really, to me, and I feel like it's the elephant in our family, but nobody wants to address that. It's kind of like the trauma that he suffered at the hands of my grandpa, like aided in his ultimate ending and demise. And like all the bullshit that that transpired in his life because he trying to deal with this trauma. So, but I feel like once he died, it was undeniable. And then my grandpa died and I watched even the mental of my grandpa, you know what I mean? Just go away. And that's what even made it more real to me. I said, man, the shit that you do in this life, it really does matter. I don't subscribe to, oh, nothing here matters. What you do here matters. No, fuck that. What you do here matters, <laughs> you know? Because rather it's at the end of your life or you taking it into the next life, your consciousness, your mind is going to, it's, it's, it's going to make that real. You feel me? It's going to make it very fucking real. And I feel like towards the end of my grandpa's life, like his actions too have been illuminated and it just fucked with him, you know? And unfortunately, like, you know, he suffered a little bit towards the end, just a little bit. And I knew it because, like, it was, you know, he died during COVID. They put that damn breathing tube down him. As soon as they did that, I knew it was a wrap. And then even him in the midst of his, like, stroke coma was, like, tapping the tube. Like, basically, get this shit the fuck out of me. I could tell. Like, I could just feel it on an energetic level. And I was sad for him. I was, I was, you could even see, cause we, same thing was during COVID. So we was all on fucking, uh, FaceTime and duo and everything. And, you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of doing shrooms, like the entire life, like even from when I was little, all the dynamics that I seen play out in my family, all the bullshit that I seen play out. I could tell that like, we, I feel like everybody in my family was going through that experience concurrently, but in their own way and from their own perspective. Like, and it was like these phases of anger, peace, you know, great sadness, heaviness, reflection. You could just feel it like with everybody, but you could definitely feel the remnants of anger, the remnants of grief and anger. And, but then more importantly, because like I said in the beginning, like this person has died and we have been taught that, oh, when somebody dies, don't speak ill of the dead. But an ancestor verination, and even for yourself personally, whatever, like I said, whatever, you know, spiritual pantheon you in, like, you got to keep it real within fucking family wounds and family traumas. You fucking have to because it shows up in your spirit. Like, even I was talking to, you know, my grandma the other day um, about my uncle, my, my surviving uncle. And... You know, I could just tell, like, she just was concerned. Like, everybody's concerned just about his anger, his health, his anger and his health put together. But, you know, I told her, I said, Grandma, I said, he carrying a lot. Like, and he's carrying a lot of anger from Grandpa, from Olu, you know, from just, and and even, I, I would even say going back further, because I don't even feel like, I mean, now, granted, my Grandpa did grow up in a polygamous household, so, like I said, he was from Africa and like that definitely came with, like I said, hierarchy, chaos, first wife, second wife, children fight. I mean, just everything that you can imagine 
that would go on in a polygamous house in a polygamous household. And mind you, like I said, this is the culture, y'all. But this is why, too, my grandpa didn't fuck with it. You know, he was just like, no. If I'm a pick, if I'm a pick and choose my battles, it ain't gonna be that one. <laughs> and I feel him. Um, but anywho, I went to the to the cemetery. And I was just started crying and I was mad. And I just told him, I said, Grandpa, I said, I'm fucking mad. I said, I love you, but I'm so angry with you. I said, you have caused so much trauma, so much chaos and so much hurt. And I feel like it rests on all our shoulders, all ours, meaning the cousins. And even mine, because I'm the oldest grandchild. And I'm like, this ain't, you know, you just kind of had them moments where you like, fuck, this ain't fair. Like, why I gotta, why I gotta be the one to like see all this and transmute all this and and fucking work through this and go to therapy and cry these fucking tears and do all this reconciling and you know, uh observations and you know just the whole fucked up healing journey like why I gotta do this because you know when you that one in the family you be like man ain't nobody else doing this shit (laughs) like you just feel like that you feel lonely you feel isolated and you like damn you know and I was angry as hell and I was like and I get it because I like I feel like towards the end of his life he was trying to preach to me the magic of forgiveness and all of those things. But here's the thing, and I'm gonna keep it real. Like, you know, it's just like anything else. Like, okay, grandpa, you know, you telling me about forgiveness, but I done watched you be a raging fucking bull for like 50, 60 years. And now you want to tell me about some forgiveness. Like, what the hell? You know, you just, you gonna, you gonna feel away. You're not going to be able to heed it as much when you don't, when you don't feel like you're seeing a person live it or when you feel or can see that, okay, this person, this person's actions have afflicted us, you know, in, in any, in every type of way. So how do you address that? Like for people that are dealing with death and trauma and, you know, dealing with this, you know, ancestor veronation. And like I said, ancestor veronation is not uh, unique to the spiritual pantheon. Like it's ancestor, like even Christians be having dreams of they deceased loved ones and everything like that. Uh, but I feel like there's healing when you can address your wounds, address your hurts and call out that trauma, that dysfunction, that bullshit, you feel me? It's not it's not demonizing the person. Clearly, you love this person. You wouldn't even be going through this process if you didn't. If you didn't want better, if you didn't want to do better, if you couldn't recognize it, you wouldn't even be trying to call it out and make it better moving forward. Because especially for those that are in, you know, like whatever, you know, even for those that just believe in some type of reincarnation, like I believe that if you're going to reincarnate, first and foremost, you're going to reincarnate through your family. So even that, who do I want? What am I breeding? What type of children am I breeding? You know what I mean? But that starts with me. It starts with me as an adult. It starts with me as that person to be able to say, okay, you know what? Here are the traumas. Here's the bullshit. Here's the dysfunction. Here's how this showed up with my parents. Here's how this show up with my siblings. Here's how this show up 
in me and my life and the decisions I've made. And here's how it has to stop. Here are the steps that I need to take for it to stop. And it's okay to go back and to make it clear, like, hey, you know, listen, you've caused this because I do feel like what you don't learn in life, you do learn in death. And that's why I feel like it's so important to leave this motherfucker as light as a feather. You know what I mean? Everybody got bullshit. Try to rectify it. It doesn't, perfection, I don't, like I said, I don't even feel like perfection should be the 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 goal because once you hit perfection, that's it. There's no more growth after that. You just stop. Now you're going to stagnate. And the universe, the cosmos, nature, everything that you see around you is constantly changing. It's constantly growing. It's constantly moving and evolving. So you got to evolve along with it. And that's why I feel like even when you look at the phases of the world and phases of people, this is why you see like, damn, why was we hella smart then? Then it's like we got dumb. Then we was like hella smart. Then we got dumb again. It's because, you know, we going through these phases, but even still through the phases there, there, there may be some progressions in areas. And then there's definitely prog- not progression, you know, or I guess a lot of regression in a lot of other areas. You feel me? And but it's okay to address that in depth, you know? And that's even when I tell people, I, I joke with people close to me, like, man, in my funeral, y'all better light some weed and, you know, play some videos of me. Like, nah, fuck that. I want people to see and hear and feel the real me. I want people to feel my energy when I was here manifested as this person here on earth. You know, my good, my bad, my ugly you know, my triumphs, my successes, my failures, my pitfalls, all that. Like, that's part of the soul's journey. That's part of the the beauty and the magic of life. Because even after I went to the cemetery and I got to crying and cussing and fussing and telling my grandpa how I felt and even going back into using the experiences of ancestors to build up off that and create better and new you know what I mean? Like situations for your kids and every your generation and your lineage moving forward. There was like a period of peace. There was like this stillness and, and, and quiet amongst just like just in the ethers. And it was crazy because I remember feeling, I remember kind of saying to myself, I said, man, because I went back to, I go to the cemetery frequently. I really like cemeteries. For those of y'all that have not figured that out, I really like cemeteries. I even go to cemeteries where I ain't got family buried. I just like it because it, it's a constant reminder, you know, of like to live life backwards in a way, like in a sense of, okay, like when, I, when I'm here, when, or if I'm cremated, whatever, but when I take them final moments, when I'm dead, what is it in my life that I'm going to be concerned about? What is it? What's going to bother me? What's going to what's going to be important? What's really going to, I guess, live in my heart as I transition to that other side? And that's how I try to live my life. That's why, like, even with myself, like, I try not to take shit too seriously. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's because and I and I and I think too getting sick for this, too. Like, I got hella deathly ill um, last year. And and the year before last, like like lasted into last year, but at the end of 2020, I got deathly fucking ill. And um part of the download, part of the upgrade, part of the the transmuting of that, like 
I was able to see my life in slow-mo. You know, I was able to see the lives of like my grandparents, my my parents, you know, like I, I think I'm, I've even mentioned this before, but incorporating that into the Varination, just that mindset of being able to take that 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 space of objectivity and seeing like seeing my grandpa as a human, seeing my grandma as a human, you know, and then understanding, trying to put together, okay, how they were brought up, the the error that they were raised in, because errors also make a also play a point as well, you know, or play a part as well, you know. The, the 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 shit that was being pumped out at the time, the propaganda, the news, the media, the influences that were at that time, these all play a part in shaping the people that shape us. So in every generation, every phase has bullshit. So you always got to acknowledge the bullshit and addressing that anger, even in grief, addressing that hurt, even in grief, having them uncomfortable conversations to yourself to that person in spirit and think like I said you could be at the grave site you could go you could light a candle you could be in front of a picture whatever it is but hell yeah man you got to get that shit out but no what I was saying was a couple weeks later oh my god thank you a couple weeks later um I was I got a like a, y'all calling my YouTube readings and it was a message from the ancestors, specifically for, for Capricorn. And the lady was like, she said, I'm getting the message. She said, and she said, Capricorn, she said, whatever ancestor. And she even said like paternal figure, rather it's a father, grandfather, whoever, uncle. But I know for a fact it was my grandpa because my uncle's spirit was out of here. Like I, that nigga, he was an Aries too. That nigga's spirit was out of here, boy. And he was cremated. I feel like that do something on a spiritual level. I feel like that detaches you from this realm even quicker. That's just my theory. Don't quote me. I just feel that way. But he was out of here. But my grandpa, I could feel either. We got cut off. My One of my best friends just called me. Um, But yeah, I'm actually happy she did too because it actually triggered another thought. But what I will say is what's good about addressing the trauma and the triggers and and like the just basically, you know, like I said, the dysfunctional bullshit with my grandpa, especially at the end of his life and in death, you're able to speed that time, that time frame up, like the more you do it. So when you do it with your, you know, family or whoever that's already dead, then do it with the family that's still alive, the oldest one. You know, try to see how they arrived at that point in life. You feel me? Then try to uh, do it with, you know, like literally just go down the pipeline of the people in your family to move to your parents, move to your aunts and uncles and then your older cousins and shit. Like, you know, all that because it plays a role. It plays a role. It just does. Like you, I'm telling you, you're... Your family is your first, I feel like that's your first entry to the world if you're paying attention. You feel me? You really ain't got to go too far. You could learn majority of what to and what not to do just by observing your immediate family. And you can learn a lot of invaluable lessons. So, but yeah, with, you know, and death is divine too, like definitely with death and, uh, 
I'm going to say, yeah, just certain, like definitely with death, it is kind of like a new phase. Like our family even has entered into a new phase. Like you can feel it, you can sense it, you know, because it literally has to. And um, I feel like it's like that for a lot of people. Like I said, I go to a lot of cemeteries, like a lot of people, they lose two, three, four people at a time. You know, they, even when you go to cemeteries and you're just observing, like you can see that damn, like, this person, this person, like this is all the same plot, you know, and it's, it's crazy. Death is crazy, but I believe it is a new beginning and the lessons that are learned in, even in death and are reconciled in death, even by your ancestors can and get rectified here. If you're also, or have also done the work here, you feel me? And like I said, it's not comfortable. It's not hard. And it's not, nobody talks about it. <laughs> you know, nobody talks about like I said, the death, the, 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 the anger, the grief, the, the epiphanies, all this shit that you come to when somebody dies, like, hell, sometimes you even be more angry. Cause you like, damn, you dead. Like you don't even have to deal with this shit. Like I still got to go here and be here and live here and trudge on, <laughs> you know, like you, you be almost mad too. Cause you feel like they released and they are floating free. And that's not always the case. Like I, I believe death is its, is its own entity. It's its own process. It's its own journey, whatever that looks like. So, um, you know, cause even the lives that we live now, I feel are in some ways in some shapes or form extensions of previous lives or other lives that we've lived, you know, and remnants of lessons that we need to get, you know, um, uh, yeah, man. So that's, that's what I would encourage. Like, you know, like I said, just for those in case you couldn't listen to the cutoff, um, happy Mars day. Like I said, let the, let the flame be the healing, let the, let the fire just be rejuvenated. Let it, let some, you know, sometimes destruction, death and destruction, it does, it just clears pathways and it clears, it makes way for new thought processes, new spiritual beginnings, new mental beginnings, new, new lineage, new energy, new all that shit. You feel me? Like it's, it's an upgrade. And you know, just like how they discontinue in the iPod, some shit, you just got to discontinue and it's okay. Rather in life, in death, in old age, whatever, it's okay within reason you know what I mean, to, to go back and revisit those from a space of power, a space of compassion, a space of love, a space of, you know, being objective and just the space of wanting to heal, wanting to transmute and understand what you're doing. Because like I said, remember, it got to be a divine wrath. Understand what you're doing and the messages that you're sending out into the ethers because it knows your heart. Spirit going to know your heart. That's why I say don't don't go to the candle, you know. Uh, oh, I shay like be real. But anywho, that's it. Carbon alchemist out.